Hello there, how are you doing? Joe here. Welcome back to another Your Lifestyle Business episode. And today, um, if you have been listening to my podcast or watching any of my videos, you will know I did a 10-day Facebook Live challenge in my Facebook group. Um, and I decided to do a Facebook Live all about the lessons I've learned from doing that challenge. Now, I actually wrote the title, 10 Lessons I Learned from doing a Facebook Live challenge, but I learned 16 different things from doing this Facebook Live challenge. Everything from how to present yourself on video, to the software you should use, to the sound equipment, to scripting, to all sorts of stuff. So check out today's episode. It's gonna help you not just for doing Facebook Lives, but for doing video, for scripting blog posts, for creating content, for everything. So many lessons, so much great stuff. Enjoy. Wouldn't you love to build a business you can run from anywhere in the world, whether that be your kitchen table or a beach in Fiji? Well, you're in the right place. Welcome to Your Lifestyle Business, the show where I bring you into my life as a traveling entrepreneur and along with some of my awesome guests, give you tips and strategies for building your own freedom business. Welcome to the show. Let's make it happen. Hello there, my friends. We are live. Um... This is day 10 of my Facebook Live challenge, my 10-day Facebook Live challenge. Um, and do you know what? It's so funny how yesterday, literally, as I started my Facebook Live challenge, my phone, as I started my Facebook Live yesterday, my phone started ringing, and it's a delivery from Lazada. Um, and just as I started today's uh, live, my phone started ringing again, which is a delivery from Lazada, which I'm waiting for because it's actually my HDMI capture card so I can record these lives using my Canon camera and have a much nicer sort of, you know, fuzzy background, nicer glow, all of that kind of stuff. Anyway, I've had to ignore it. Hopefully, um, Rhett will get it and they'll deliver my thing. Um, anyway, let's carry on. Today is day 10 so this is my last live of my Facebook Live challenge. It's been a very interesting 10 days. Um, and I didn't realize until I sat down and wrote out all the things I've learned that there were 16 different lessons that I've learned over the last 10 days alone. That is how effective doing a little challenge like this can actually be. Um, it can really teach you a lot very quickly. Um, so today I'm going to walk through the 16 different lessons that I have learned over the last 10 days doing a 10-day Facebook Live challenge in the hope that I will inspire you um, to host and do your own lives and obviously that my lessons will help you with your lives as well. So number one, 10 days is an awesome time scale to do a challenge. It is long enough for you to start to get comfortable with what you're doing but it's short enough for you to stick to it. I know that sometimes we could, we have real problems with trying to stick to a very, very long challenge. Um, and 10 days is awesome because I have become a lot more comfortable over the last 10 days doing these. Um, I, I mean, I've always been fairly comfortable in front of a camera. Let's not, um, you know, pull the wool over anybody's eyes here. But with doing the lives, the reason I was a little bit nervous is because I haven't done webinars for a really long time. So I haven't done that whole kind of live chatting. Um, everything I've done, I've kind of edited my videos, my podcasts, etc. So kind of going back into that whole kind of live thing. And also with lives, it's you, it's your face. Um, and when I used to do webinars, I was a lot younger. <laughs> and uh, so I wasn't overly keen. Um, but I'm going to talk in a minute about something that's just awesome to help you with getting used to your face on camera. 
So number one, 10 days, great time scale um, for a little challenge. So if there's something that you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone with for a little while, then 10 days is, is a good way to do that. All right, number two, preparation is absolutely key. Prepare, prepare, prepare. If you do not have a huge list or a big Facebook group or lots of people who regularly engage with you on your Facebook page, then just jumping on and saying, hey, I'm going to do a Q&A. Who wants to ask me lots of questions? Is likely to result in crickets. And you'll kind of be sat there twiddling your thumbs thinking, oh, where is everybody? So make sure you're prepared for a live. Have a purpose for your live. Create a title, create some bullet points, and make sure that you are offering some value to the people that have come along and watched your live, okay? So get onto your live with a purpose. The goal being that gradually over time, you'll grow the engagement, you'll grow your group, you'll grow the amount of followers on your page or whatever, and there will come a time where you'll be able to just jump on and go, hey, I'm doing an impromptu Q&A, who's got loads of questions, and you'll have like 300 people or 1,000 people on your live, and away you go. But right now, just starting out, you may only have two or three people on your live, if you're lucky. Um, and so make sure that you actually have a purpose for going live. All right, lesson number three. Third-party software is great for interviews and recordings and some extra features. So, for instance, I'm using Ecamm Live. What that means is that as I'm recording this, I have some really funky features here where I can switch between me and my screen really easily. I can bring on interviews very easily on Skype. Um, I can add overlays and text. I can go onto my comments and I can say, hey, look, there's Mike, there's Charlotte, um, there's, and I, I can actually, and Mike and Charlotte, see, I told you, when you're just starting out on your lives, you may not have a lot of people on your lives. Um, and the thing is, is I've forgotten how, but there you go. Look, I can bring on a comment from the, um, the comments box onto the live, which is quite cool. So Mike was, um, Mike said best lesson was only to do it once a week. LOL. Absolutely. Yes, that is, <laughs> that is coming up like um all right so <laughs> so it's a really having that third party software gives you all these extra little features and bells and whistles and things but also um it may slow your system down so you just need to be a little bit aware of that depending on your internet and your connection and i am going to talk about the internet in a second but just be aware that using third party software might actually slow your system down but look into it there is ecamm live there is wirecast um there is something called OBS. There's lots of different um, software systems for going live on Facebook. Just Google Facebook Live software systems um, and uh, have a look at that. So it's really great. For me, I found it's going to be great for repurposing content, which I'll get to in a second on one of the lessons I've learned. All right, number four, practice your live before going live. Um, you can go and do a dry run on your own profile. So you can literally start a live on your own profile and you can push, press the little... Um, you know the little button on your profile where it says, do you want to go public? Do you want to show only friends or just you? So you can pick just you and you can basically get on a live and you can completely practice getting on the camera, talking about what you want to talk about, checking the sound quality, doing all that kind of stuff on your own profile. So make sure you do that first. That's really important because definitely if you're using third-party software as well, you want to practice it. You want to get used to it. You want to make sure you know how to use it. And so you can do that. And if you, you don't have to do it every single time you do a live, just that first or second time, just so you're getting used to it. And also definitely if 
you have an interview and you haven't interviewed anybody yet. Um, I did a fantastic interview a few weeks ago with an amazing woman and I basically totally screwed it up because I got her on the live. I hadn't figured out how Skype worked yet. Um, it was a brilliant interview. And then I realized afterwards that the sound hadn't recorded properly and it was just a total nightmare. Um, so I have now actually transcribed the entire interview. So anybody who wants to watch it, they can watch it and they can actually see the transcription. And I will put that up in the next uh, couple of weeks. But practice your lives before you go live. As I said, step number two, preparation is absolutely key. So practice, practice, practice. Okay, so you can get the hang of everything. All right, number five, lighting is your friend. I have a ring light in front of me. Actually, let me see if I can just quickly turn my thing around there. Look, see, I've got a little ring light in front of me there. That is an absolute godsend because what you can do is you can turn it really bright so I can, oh, I can actually dim it, but I can turn it so it's really white light. So I'm now like really white or I can make it really warm and I can have this kind of lovely warm glow, which is an absolute, is brilliant when you want to, you know, us women, <laughs> rings under our eyes, blemishes, all of that kind of stuff. Lovely warm glow is just what you need. So lighting is your friend. A nice, lovely, warm ring light will do the trick. I ordered mine from Lazada here in Thailand. It's the equivalent of Amazon. And it cost me about 50 quid, I think. Uh, I was probably done. Um, but anyway, it's, um, it's an absolutely brilliant addition to your lighting equipment, to your uh, video equipment. That's great for any videos you're doing, by the way. A lovely warm ring light. It just gives you that nice glow. doesn't make you look too washed out. Um, and uh, it's definitely your friend. All right, number six. Beware of your internet. I have nice strong internet. We've literally just had fiber optic laid outside and all that kind of stuff here. So I have strong internet. But where I've been using the Ecamm Live, when I've tried to do a live demonstration, it's slowed down my internet significantly. So as I've tried to move through pages, uh, it's just gone totally wrong. So you just really, again, that comes down to practicing really and getting on live on your own post and trying to move through pages and see what happens. And funnily enough, I was watching a live that Mari Smith did the other day. And I mean, she's the queen of lives at the moment on Facebook. And um, she was she actually had taken some screenshots of the, some things she wanted to show. And her words were, I'm a bit worried that the Internet's not going to work. So look, I've taken some screenshots of this so that it doesn't all go wrong. So it happens to all of us all over the world, no matter what country we're in. Sometimes if that Internet just drops out or something while you're in the middle of a presentation, you could find yourself coming a cropper if you're doing a live demonstration. So just prepare for that. Um, open pages before you go live, tabs before you go live. So if you're like demonstrating things, they're already open. You can literally just move between them. Where you want to do some demonstrations, maybe um, take some screenshots and things rather than actually doing big live demonstrations. Just, just practice. If your internet's uber strong and it works really well, great, happy days. But if you're a little bit worried, then just make sure that you are prepared if there's a problem. All right, number seven, your surroundings and your background. So this is an interesting one. Um, I think for me, the, I guess, lesson or really the thought process that I'm going through is that if I want to do a sort of a 20, 30 minute live where I want to teach something or I want to really connect with my audience, 
um, and I have something quite meaty to say, then for me, being static, sitting down, having my mic, having my lighting, you know, being able to really focus on the screen and all the rest of it is really, really important. However, if you've just got like a little tip or you just want to dive into your group one day if something's happened or you've just launched a new program or launched a new blog post or something like that and you want to jump in and you want to have a chat with your audience and you, or you've got a quick tip or you want something you want to share with them, then I quite enjoy doing lives directly on my phone when I'm out walking around the marina. I quite like that whole just flip open your phone and say, hey guys, how are you doing? I'm live and da da da. So I think... Um, the lesson for me is that what lives are about is that flexibility, you know? So if you want to really kind of get into a, a meaty lesson, etc., then try and remain static and make sure that you can be seen and make sure that you can be heard properly and all that kind of stuff. But also don't be frightened of just jumping on your phone and just doing a live as you're doing whatever you're doing. I mean, especially for me with my brand as a travel brand, um, partly a tra lifestyle travel brand, when I'm traveling, definitely, when we can travel again, I will definitely now, now I've done this practice, I will definitely do more lives when I'm out and about showing different things and stuff. Um, does anybody remember my periscope that I did all those years ago on the Great Wall of China when I met up with Mark Zuckerberg? I, said, I love the way I say that. When I met up with Mark Zuckerberg, um, when I actually passed Mark Zuckerberg on the Great Wall of China or actually Mark Zuckerberg and his entire entourage passed me um, walking up the uh, the the Great Wall of China and um, Periscope had just was all the rage then. And I flicked open my flip camera and chased him up the, the Great Wall of China while doing this Periscope. It was hilarious. I've still got the recording. It's on my blog somewhere. Um, I'll have to put the link in the group. Anyway, and I'll put it on the show notes because this video will also be a podcast, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, repurposing of content. So I'll put that link to the Mark Zuckerberg Periscope episode um, on the show notes as well. Very funny. Anyway, so don't be afraid. The lesson is don't be afraid. You know, this is all nice and being here and having the right lighting. But don't be afraid of just flicking open your um, video camera wherever you are. If you happen to be doing something interesting and you want to share it with your Facebook group, your followers, etc. I mean, all of this works for kind of like Instagram and stuff as well, right? So if you're on IG and, and that's where your home is, then uh, you can flick open your live on your Instagram stories as well. Okay, number eight. All right, so this is an interesting one. As much as a live is about engagement, comments can really throw you off. Um, so I must admit, over the course of these lives, I have been hiding my comments. Um, so I've just brought them up now. And you see, the minute I bring them up, then I'm kind of looking at them and I'm seeing what does, here we go, Mike's put BeLive.tv for other software that you can use. Um, Charlotte said Ecamm is only for Mac. So I mean, there's some really good comments on here but when you're in the middle of a presentation unless you've come on to do like a Q&A and chat with your audience I have found actually that I like to keep the comments hidden until the end otherwise I start getting thrown in the middle of the live and I start looking at the comments and then I start kind of chatting and going back and forth and then I lose the thread and then the people who maybe have just come on to the live are like what the hell's going on now so I think the way to do it is to maybe, because as you come on your live, you're not going to have that many people. It's going to take a little while for people to um, come on to your live, right? See, look, I'm looking at the comments. So I'm just going to have to hide them right now while I say this next point. The thing is, is when you start your live, um, 
that you won't have that many people because it takes a little while for your live to start showing in Facebook and for people to come and see that it's happening and then to, to come and jump on, right? So, um, yes, you can start your live and pull up your comments and say, hello, how are you doing, blah, 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 and waffle for a bit. Not ideal, though, for people watching the replay. You, I, I think that you want to sort of get into your content as quickly as possible, really, because obviously people are going to watch the replay and they don't want to be stood there for 10 minutes while you're waffling on with, um, with people. So... For me personally, the way I like to do it is I like to say, hello, guys, how are you doing? Welcome to today's live or whatever. Um, and then crack on with the content and then do the comments and stuff at the end. Um, unless it's specifically a Q&A session or, you know, something where you are looking for, for engagement from the audience as you go through the thing. So if it's really kind of a lesson or a teaching or something, then maybe leave the comments at the end. If it is more of a let's have a chat about stuff, then obviously you can turn the comments on as soon as you come on. So that's a personal choice. Um, all right, number nine. For maximum engagement in an ideal world, you would go live at the same time, either every day or every week. I really feel that this, like lots of other content, it's about consistency. And really, if you want to really get that engagement, certainly with a Facebook Live, then people need to know that you're going to be online at X time on Monday or Tuesday. So this is why for me personally, I've actually chosen podcasts as my main consistent medium. And I will use Facebook lives as more of an ad hoc thing. The reason being is because right now I'm in lockdown. So it's very easy for me to say, I'm going to be online at 10 o'clock every single Monday morning or whatever time I want to do. But come lockdown finishing and I can start traveling again, or we can all start traveling again. I never know what time zone I'm going to be on. You know, I mean, I could be anywhere in the world at any time. So to say I can definitely be online on a Monday at 10 o'clock in the morning is fooling myself as well as anybody else. So for me, this is more of an ad hoc medium um, and my consistent content will be podcasting. But for you, maybe this would work for you. Maybe every single Wednesday at two o'clock in the afternoon, you can get on a live and talk to your audience. Maybe that's a really good thing for you. And the more that you do that, the more consistent you are on constantly showing up every week at the same time and the same day, then the more engagement you will get because people will get used to knowing that you do a live every single Wednesday at two o'clock in the afternoon. Does that make sense? Um, so you want to have just a little think about that. And actually, I'm going to swap the next two points around because number 11 should be you also need to promote your live pre-live. So you need to tell people that you're actually going to go on live. Now, I've not been very good at this. I did a few days where I went into the group and said, hey, guys, I'm going to be on in an hour from now. Um, and then a few days where I totally forgot to do that. <laughs> I should have scheduled it, whatever. Um, but you really need to get out there and promote, 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 and let people know that you're going live, okay? That's really important. So you can send out an email and say, I'm going to be live tomorrow at two o'clock in the afternoon, or I'm going to be live this afternoon or whatever. Um, you can obviously put it in your Facebook group. You can go and put it on your Facebook page. You can put it on your profile. You can stick it in Instagram, wherever you want to go and promote the fact that you're actually going to be online on that particular day and time, because then obviously you'll get more people showing up and um, wanting to, uh, to engage with your live. Um, all right. So that was then I swapped those around. So that was number 10. So number 11, be online for at least 10 minutes on a live. You really do need to be around for at least 10 minutes because as I said before, it does take a little bit of time for that live to show on Facebook, for people to see that it's happening and for them to pop across. Okay. 
So do make sure that you're online for at least 10 minutes when doing a live, but at the same time, you've got to balance that without waffling about rubbish just because you want to be online for 10 minutes, you know? So you really need to prepare and make sure that you've got a solid 10 minutes worth of content that you want to discuss on your live. Um, and then the next one is to remind people why they're on your live. And I've not been very good at this. So hello, guys. If you've just joined us right now on today's Facebook Live, I am talking about the 16 lessons that I've learned over the last 10 days doing Facebook Lives. And that's what you want to be doing every now and again through the live because people are going to join, people are going to drop off, people are going to join, people are going to drop off. You want to be saying, hey, guys, how are you doing? Thanks so much for joining us. If you've literally just joined us, here's what we're talking about right now. Um, and, uh, and then carry on. You know, so uh, I've been terrible at doing that. Um, but there's a little tip for you. Remind people why they're on your live. All right. I've screwed up my numbers now. But anyway, number 14 is repurpose your lives. So like, for instance, with me, I'm doing this in my Facebook group. So right now, the, only the members of my Facebook group can actually see this. So you want to you're creating content here at the end of the day. Um, so you want to get it out there unless you're running a paid Facebook group and your content is specifically only for those members, which is a great little um, course tip, by the way. If you wanted to create a digital course, you can now do it by literally starting a Facebook group, charging people entry into the Facebook group and doing all your videos on a live. You don't even need to go and set up a membership site anymore, which I just think is a phenomenal idea. Just written that in my 30 days to start your information marketing business as a, as a tip. So I thought I'd raise it there. But anyway, um, repurpose your live. If it's a free group and uh, you're doing this as content, then get it out there to other people who need to hear it. So turn the audio into a podcast, for instance. Upload this live to Instagram or to YouTube. Add it to your blog. If it's in a group, put it on your Facebook page. It's all great content. So don't just leave it in the group. Make sure you take the video and repurpose it. And I must just say that third-party software is brilliant for that because I now, as soon as I click finish, this turns into an instant high-quality recording directly on my computer. I don't have to mess around. I don't have to go into Facebook and start downloading stuff or anything like that. Boom, this is now recording. And I can go straight in and start repurposing this video. So do take your content, repurpose it, get it out there um, and let other people have the benefit of your wisdom. All right. Number 15, some are going to be great. Some are going to bomb. But the more you do, the better you'll get. Over the last 10 days, I've had some that I've walked away thinking that was awesome. I'm really happy with that. I'm really proud of that um, live I just did there. And I've had some where I've walked away and thought that was shocking. <laughs> was really bad and I'm really peed off. Um, and uh, Rhett and Kerry's get it. I go out and they go, how was it? And I'm like, yeah, it was awesome. It went really well. Or No, it was absolutely terrible. So look, <laughs> some are going to be great and some are going to be rubbish. And nine times out of 10, the ones that you think are rubbish are probably a lot better than you think they are. Um, but the more you do, the better you'll get. It's as simple as that. Practice makes progress, right? Um, and then finally, number 16, following on from number 15, the more you do, the more comfortable you're going to get. So you may, I hate the sound of my own voice, right? That's my biggest thing. I don't like, I, I, I think the American accent just sounds so much cooler and, you know, you can kind of get away with, you say things like y'all and stuff like that, which I really like. Um, and the English accent is just never quite as just, I don't know, it's just not as cool, you know? <laughs> 
Um, but the more you do these things and the more comfortable you get, you get more comfortable looking at your face, you get more comfortable with your voice, you get more comfortable with talking about your subject, um, you get more comfortable with just approaching things in a live way. You know, in the first few, you might sort of fall over your words a little bit, you might you might find that you're not thinking on your feet quick enough for the next sentence, but that's a skill, that's a learnable skill. That comes through practice. The more and more and more you speak live, even when like I've prepared those 16 bullet points, but everything else I'm talking is just coming straight off my head. The more you do that, then the more you don't, you're not sort of stuttering and searching for information because the, the brain is, is working. It's the neural pathways are getting stronger with how to literally deliver content on the fly. So that really is practice. Um, and the more you do it, then the more comfortable you will get. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. They are my 16 lessons learned from doing the, um, the Facebook Lives over the last 10 days. I'm now just going to come over to the comments and have a little chat with people. Who, ah, StreamYard. Thank you, Charlotte. I knew I'd read about another one recently, quite a new one that everybody's talking about, a um, software for Facebook Lives, and it's called StreamYard, and I have not checked it out, but I read a huge thread the other day where everybody was talking about it um, and uh, they were very, very impressed with it. So I do want to actually check it out, StreamYard and also, of course, Zoom. All right, ladies and gentlemen, um, I think I'm going to call it a day there. I hope that's been helpful. That's my 10 days done and dusted. Thank you to everybody who's participated. Thank you to Dan and Sue Worthington for setting me the challenge in the first place. It's been well worth doing. Um, and I really do encourage anybody watching, if you want to push yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit, try something new, do something you're a little bit nervous about or fearful about, set yourself a little 10-day challenge, go and get it done. 10 days is a really good time scale for, uh, for learning something new and, uh, and getting comfortable with something that just pushes you out of your comfort zone that little bit. Any questions, as always, please do just ask in the comments below and um, have an amazing day, whatever you're doing. As always, live life on purpose and, of course, make it happen. Thank you so much, guys. Take care. See you again soon. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To join in the conversation, please head over to yourlifestylebusiness.com where you can find links to podcasts, show notes, and sign up to download my free ebook, How to Build a Business You Can Run, from anywhere in the world. Also, make sure you come and join our Facebook community. Just search for Your Lifestyle Business on Facebook and you'll soon be sharing ideas with like-minded entrepreneurs all on the same journey. Lastly, if you have a moment, please subscribe and quickly rate this podcast on iTunes. It takes a tenth of a second to hit the little stars and your rating will ensure it gets out to more people and impacts as many as possible with the message, make it happen. Thank you so much. See you next time.